Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin', Fantasy Champs? Hopefully you had a uh, a wonderful weekend watching football. I would assume that a majority of games are not over yet, and they're currently in progress. Considering the Tuesday games that are supposedly going to happen today. Yep. Welcome to Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's poppin', Rick? What's up? What's up? Um, I am mid... No! Oh my god. I'm mid-watching this Browns-Raiders game because we're recording this on Monday. So if something happens mid-show uh, and I lose my drawers, forgive me. Mm-hmm. Freaking Derek Carr almost threw a pick. So get out of here, guy. You mean... Uh, oh, was that, it's not was even that Baker. Nick it's Nick Mullins. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was uh, Raiders on offense. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, today we have waiver wire ads for week 16. We're getting closer and closer. Inching usually this time of year is uh, Fantasy Champions uh, draft. Oh, not draft week. Uh, Fantasy Championship like week. Uh, mm-hmm. But because of the, the extension here, uh, all championships, I hope, are in week 17 because we have an extra week. Um, it's ama- It amazes me that we have three games left. Yeah. What am I going to do with that? That's really sad, actually, that there's only three games left. Why did they take Nick Chubb off the field? Because it's a two-minute drill, bro. He's not the two-minute drill running back. They're putting the passing down players up there. Whatever. This is going to be hard watching the game and recording a podcast. I, can't. I just, I just want Nick Chubb. There's a lot of football this week, huh? Yeah, I know we're pre-recording this, but two games Monday days? or two yeah two games Monday, two games Tuesday, a game Thursday, two games on Saturday. I believe it's a game on on uh, Friday too. I think. No, no, I think it's Saturday because it's Christmas oh, Day. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want to um, get this thing going though? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am right. I'm yawning and entrenched in this football game. Anyway, so we have waiver wire pickups for week 16. We're going to help you as you advance to the semifinals. I was, uh, is that what you want to call it? Semifinals? Um, yeah. For a chance to advance to the championship game, we got some interesting ads, um, some QB streams that you that might interest you. And uh, and so we'll, we'll jump in. Before we do that, check out our website, fantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or any other podcast platforms. If you're on there, please leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, click the bell for notifications. Subscribe, like, and comment down below any questions you may or may not have uh, that pertain to this wonderful week of fantasy football. Um, without further ado, do you want to jump in? Yep, you did. Now that he's he's pushing me, he's like, "You need to get this started because you're watching." <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this is in about 35 seconds. It'll be halftime. Yeah, and then we can. You guys all know what happened. So this is just like you going, this guy's a moron. Nick Chubb <laughs> got three points, and he's rooting for nothing. But for the next two shows, or Nick Chubb got and, 25. You're going to sit here and listen to me complain about everything that's happening. Uh, anyway, well, hey, yeah, Nick Chubb, 25. I take that. I wouldn't. I'm rooting against Chubb and Josh Jacobs. To be, to be fair, I did, before we jump in, I did outscore my opponent already in the flex. 
I mean, yeah, in the flex spots. So you just need a yeah, the running backs. I, I, they only have eight right now, so combined. Oh my gosh! <laughs> As I'm assuming that uh, there's another player in the flex, but anyway. So let's move into waiver wires. Let's talk about the <clears throat> quarterbacks first, Rick. Um, yep. Tua had a blow week. <laughs> Very not great. Um, yeah. For fantasy, Mark, what do you have, 17 half. in fantasy? Um, in our league. In normal leagues, he had, or four-point touchdown leagues, he had 15. So um, I, I, I just, at this point with Tua, as much as I'm excited, not excited, that's the wrong word to use. As much as I'm like, oh, in the regular season, I would be like, okay, good matchup, start Tua. He had a bad game. In the fantasy playoffs, this becomes really, really difficult. And the reason why is because everything's on the line. And you don't yep. want to throw Tua out there in a game where, like, we talked about how he can give you a mediocre performance of, like, 20 points and you'll be happy with it. I got I did that a couple weeks ago in week 11 when I had a bye week on my quarterback. And I snagged Tua and started him, uh, I think, yeah, week 11 against the Jets. And he had 20 or hmm. 19 or whatever. Yeah. Four-point leagues. So I got to switch that back, either forward or backward, six-point or four-point, so that I don't have to be confused on the podcast anymore. But anyway, <laughs> so picking up Tua at this point in the in the year, like it's a good matchup against New Orleans, and it could actually lead to you know, a 20-point Is New Orleans a good matchup? I see that's what my question is. Like they've started think... to play a little bit better, but I mean they they literally kind of shut out They did shut Tom. out the Bucks. Brady had five points against the, the Saints. <sighs> but the, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> nope, no thanks. Uh go to New Orleans next week. Oh my god. Miami's trying to fight for a playoff spot over here. They've New Orleans, Tennessee, and New England left. Ugh. Yeah, I think they're um their little streak is going to come to an end. Yeah. It was it was cute. Well, they might get New Orleans, but I don't think they're beating Tennessee or New England. But anyway, would you would you stream uh, Tua this week? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> I'm not that confident in it. I will give him the benefit of the doubt this past week. Um, he was without Jalen Waddle, who has yep. become, in his rookie season, the number one receiver on the Dolphins. So that definitely did hurt. Because yep. when he was throwing to anyone other than Devontae Parker, and even sometimes Devontae Parker, it just didn't look good. Mm-hmm. The problem is, Tua as a real-life quarterback has kind of grossed me out um, all season, but especially this past week against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of made me not dislike him, but I was like, Ugh. You know, yeah, like, at this point in your mm-hmm. career, you should start to figure it figure out, it out right. a little bit. Um doesn't seem like he's made it really any progression mm-hmm. from year one to year two. Um, and against the saints, I know that overall in the season, they've been pretty good against or quarterback has been pretty good against the saints, mm-hmm. but lately they've been really picked it up defensively this past week against the Bucks, As we were saying, like they shut them down it was great defensively. The game's in new Orleans with Sean Payton, I don't know. I don't really trust Tua in that game, um, especially in, in a semifinal game, to be honest. But you might not have a ton of options if you're streaming quarterbacks still and you're at this point. Yeah, there's, there's really not. I, I there's Another guy that has a decent matchup this week is Jimmy Garoppolo, but this is another player that literally has not 
excuse me, um, literally has not had a 20 point performance for like, well, he had 20 against Cincy. That's fair. But before that, but the, since week 10, it's 17, 17, 13. And this is wrong because of, the I got you. But. So <laughs> since week 10, yeah, so he had, he had two good games in week eight and week nine, but then week 10 he had 15 against Jacksonville in week 11. Should be a good matchup. He had 15. Week 12 against Minnesota, a good matchup. He had 12. Against the Seahawks, another good matchup. He only had 17. Yeah. Against the Bengals, which is a good matchup, but harder than the last couple, he somehow got 20. Yeah. And then against the Falcons this week should be a good matchup. He only had – Played really good in real life, mm-hmm. but he didn't only had 23 pass attempts and only had 13 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work um, So against the Titans, it's a good matchup, but it's kind of gross because Garoppolo most of the time scores under 20 fantasy points. If you had to choose one, though, would you start Garoppolo or Tua? <laughs> probably, probably Tua. It's so gross. I think I might go Garoppolo, though. It's so gross. <laughs> Not saying that he's... <laughs> They're they're both like middle end guys. I think yeah. Tennessee's pass defense is just not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm it's more about I'm scared of the Saints more than the Titans on defense. But yeah, it's a toss up between both those guys. Like either way, you're not feeling great about it. No, and I'm I'm like you said, there's really nothing out there right now i mean matt ryan against detroit he has so that's the one i was season. gonna say because it, it seems like a decent matchup but detroit also just yeah. played really well against the cardinals and i don't know if that's just because it was a bad week for the cardinals or right. the lions defense actually played well there has been some interesting games for big ben against easy matchups but i don't like that either um we talked about jimmy g ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. versus san fran san fran's been playing better yeah. defensively and he yeah, has not like put one. up any good fantasy point totals like he's been trash so um i i don't trust him especially on a thursday night game and then if after aj that, brown is back though that could help but julio might be out so it's literally yeah. gonna be the same thing opposite <laughs> true it's I yeah know. uh justin fields did have 22 fantasy points against and this could be wrong um yeah, it's probably 20 fantasy points he had, tw- he had 20 points against the Packers. Um, he plays on Tuesday night, so we don't know at the time of this recording. Oh, that's right. He hasn't played yet. Uh, he does yeah. play Seattle, which is not an easy matchup for quarterbacks. Um, as of right now, the numbers might be a little bit wonky. I noticed that they adjusted all the numbers on Fantasy Pros to yesterday's performances, and teams who have not played yet now are like really tough. They're like oh, reds. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. um, Seattle was never a red. What happened? So yeah, Fields against Seattle could be a good a good matchup. Um, to be honest, I, it kind of depends on what happens Tuesday night. But I think I would choose Fields of all the guys we talked about to stream. Yeah, yeah, it really does depend on Tuesday night. Watch Tuesday's game. If he has twenty or more, I'd stream him this week and play him this week. Yeah, even um, if he gets like eighteen, like around eight, close to twenty, anything under like seventeen, I'm not feeling good about it. But Right. If he gets like seventeen to twenty plus, um, I would be okay with starting him against the Seahawks. Is there any other quarterbacks that you like you want? <laughs> no, I think that's it. It's kind of a wasteland. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Pilford, if you were streaming quarterbacks, this was not a. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to. I love the idea three years ago of streaming quarterbacks, and it was it was a popular like reality for the last couple uh-huh. of years. 
Um, and I've started to notice this year, it's getting more it's difficult. Been a tough, it's been a tough year. It's, it's been, been a tough weird. year and it's getting more I think more it's also um, 12 team leagues have become more the norm than 10 team where like, yeah. I think f- like four or five years ago, 10 team was, and it's easier, much easier to stream in 10 team leagues than it is. 12. is and, yeah. Right. Um, but a lot of people would suggest streaming. We've talked about that in the past because quarterbacks really are the most streamable, uh, <laughs> most streamable like position in fantasy football. Um, mm-hmm. But it's starting to become more like, like you don't want to draft a quarterback high in drafts, I'm still not on board with that because, like, you can find guys like Jalen Hurts in the later rounds or yeah. a couple of years ago in Mahomes' first yep. starting year, like he went off that. Well, you should Lamar you Jackson should draft the quarterback or at least start thinking about it after like round nine. Yeah, round even like nine. round seven or eight if you want to start thinking about. Yeah, it yeah, true. Because who's the QB one right now? Josh Allen. Yeah, and he was like but, top six. But Rogers is hot. I, well, Rodgers actually was drafted decently high, but Brady, um, Hurts, like those are all guys in like the eighth, ninth, tenth round. Right, exactly. Um, so I don't know if streaming, I don't know if streaming quarterbacks is going the way of the dodo, so to speak, and, and just moving on. I have not heard that phrase in a long yeah. time, but sure. <laughs> He's like, okay, you old man. Forever. Um, all right, so let's move to the running back position to quickly talk about this. I think the number one guy that we need to highlight right now, and I don't know what his rostered percent percentage is. I'm going to pull it up right here in my PPR league. It is 18, uh, 41% roster percentage in sleeper leagues. Uh, sleeper, half PPR sleeper leagues, I should say. Uh, and it's, it's Ronald Jones. Um, we found mm-hmm. out, I don't know if Rick agrees with this, Ronald Jones being the number one ad. Uh, no, I do agree. I do. Um, but we found out uh, the the Bucks had a lot of injuries last night. Chris Godwin uh, tore his ACL, so he's gonna be he's gonna be TKO. He's gonna be done for the season. It's a tough blow. Um, tough blow for that team. They also lost Fournette for a couple of weeks. Um, so looking at the situation for the Buccaneers, they're gonna shift to. Um, they're going to shift to Ronald Jones. And there was a tweet. I, I think I, I either liked it or retweeted it. I'm going to pull it up because I thought it was uh, really interesting. Um, of course I didn't retweet it. Let's see if I liked it. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it listed all of the games that, um, what's his name? Ronald Jones played in without Fournette over the last two years with Tom Brady. And um, yeah. and he has gotten twelve or more fantasy points in every single game that he has that he has played in without Leonard Fournette, um, and they usually give him twenty plus touches. So my guess and the the suggestion this week and after the game, you know, after they found out a little bit more about um, what Leonard Fournette's injury looked like, they were talking about him as the workhorse, as the feature guy, this being his opportunity to, to not reclaim his spot, but to do what Lenny did last year uh, when for, when uh, Ronald Jones went down. So I think this is an opportunity for Ronald Jones, and I think it becomes the waiver wire ad of the week for me. Um, and whatever waiver budget you have left, just dump it. Yep. Just dump Agreed. it like it's hot. Um, put you have anything left? Get yourself some Ronald Jones. I think it would be well worth it. He did have eight yards of carry this week. I think something like that. Yeah. Well, there's no question about Ronald Jones's talent. I think on the ground that he's he's pretty good on the ground. It's just yeah. ball security and 
Um, I don't know. Bruce Arians also doesn't like him that much. It seems like yeah. I think small things, maybe pass protection and um, his receiving ability is good, but it's not as good as four nets. Right. So it's a couple things there, but on the ground, he's definitely good when he gets going. Um, and if he gets the opportunity, like I think we all expect him to, he's going to produce fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was just looking at some of those numbers. He's going to get the touches. Uh, Bruce Arians, as you noted, was pretty much saying he's going to have that opportunity yeah. to sort of retake that role. Um, I think with, with Fournette out, there was times last year where he was getting like 25, 20 touches a game. This year he has not had more than 10 touches a game, yeah. um, which is insane. <laughs> 10, 10 carries is the most he's had. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have the real opportunity. And I think he's going to, um, at least he, all he has to do is play decent. If, if he's getting 20, 25 touches, he just has to play decent put up good numbers he's going to be a really good flex if you have any money make sure you put it on him i know carolina is not the best matchup but uh i think fournette's probably going to be out like two weeks maybe which would just cover the um rest of the fantasy season mm-hmm. uh so he has carolina this week which isn't the best but that week 17 matchup if fournette is still out is against the jets so he could easily get like 20 chance points that week yeah yeah i i think it's a it's a really, really good ad, and he might actually do relatively well against um, who's he playing? I'm sorry, I forgot. Panthers. Panthers. Thank you. He might do relatively well against the Panthers. That's a divisional mm-hmm. matchup, right? Yep. Um. So, and Brady just came off the worst, <laughs> the worst game in the last five years. Um. Yeah. So, I would think that they're gonna go off in this game, but um, hopefully it it's supportive of Ronald Jones and and you know what happens, and I I don't know, I might start him this week just for. You know, just for fun. Um, but yeah, he is definitely the number one guy. Um, some other guys, I think if you haven't added Penny, he's a clear ad. Um, he hasn't played yet because uh, we're recording this on Monday. And even if we were recording it on Tuesday, we still wouldn't know because the game. So <laughs> Tuesday night, um, yeah. this show is going to go out before Tuesday night happens. So just watch what happens on Tuesday night. Uh, see what happens with Penny. See if he has if he has a good game against the Rams. Yeah, I he becomes a start rest of season I think, um, and that when I say rest of season I mean the last two games. <laughs> right. So, um, outside of that, I don't know of any other running backs that I would jump to to add at this point. Uh, Craig, Reynolds, I really don't maybe. think there is any after Penny. I would say Penny and Jones. Obviously, Jones is number one. Penny though is a close second. I know we both had him as a sit this week against the Rams, and we'll mm-hmm. see how he plays. Um, but I think he'll at least do okay against the Rams. Yep. And then he has the bears in line the next two weeks. So right. if he's the, the workhorse back and gets close to 20 touches too, mm-hmm. he could be uh, very good as well. Those last two weeks. Yep. Um, any other running backs you want to talk about? Honestly, no, the, <laughs> the running backs look pretty bad. Um, all right, let's move to the wide receiver position. I'm just going to say this guy quickly. Uh, Devonte Parker should be rostered. Um, he is 70% owned right now, so I'm not sure why the Fancy Pros has him on their list, um, considering it says, no, players chosen based upon having early cons- weak consensus uh, ownership below 50%. Yeah. So, okay. Um, but, yeah, if Devontae Parker's on your team, add him. Um, uh, are there other guys on this list that you want to talk about, Rick? Um. Yeah, I think uh, Sterling Shepard is out for the year. So if Tony does play at all, 
he could be um Kadarius Tooney. Yeah, Kadarius Tooney. If he does play at all, he could end up being pretty good as the slot guy. The only problem with that is now Daniel Jones is out for the season. Mm-hmm. They're shutting him down. So he's gonna be stuck with either Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly how many points he's going to be able to do with that. I, I think he'll get a lot of dump offs. So maybe in PPR, he'll be worth it. But mm-hmm. if it's not a PPR league, he, he's not going to be worth it. I would say Amonra. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. He has had, I think, three straight weeks of uh, 10 or more targets. Yeah. So he has, yeah. it hasn't been efficient because it's the Lions. But um, he's definitely starting to show best fourth round rookie pick I ever had. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I would add, I would add Amon Ra. Um, it's playing Atlanta this week too, so yeah, that's know, a that's maybe. a good play if you need a flex. Um, I would only add Osborne, KJ Osborne, depending on Adam Thielen. I believe he's playing Monday. I I don't know if Thielen's playing Monday, but if he if he doesn't, he'll be back at least next week. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and then I never like the. The Green Bay. I've exited the second wide receiver in Green Bay argument conversation a long time ago. I got burned by that once, and I'm not doing it again. Every week, it's a different freaking Alan Lazard. It's Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, it's a different it's, guy. It's like I'm, I'm scaling, predicting. <laughs> Scantling's had two good games in the last like four. Yeah, but like he has two, four, twenty, seven, mm-hmm. three, eighteen. It's like okay. I do want to say um. <laughs> AJ Green too for Arizona. Yeah, I was actually going to bring him up too. Yeah, AJ Green for Arizona. DeAndre Hopkins is done for. They shut him down for the rest of the regular season. Um, Kirk and, seems to be the the guy though. Oh my god, um, yes. I I I have him in um in a dynasty league, and I left him on my bench for twenty two points. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't lose that league because I would love to to ride Christian Kirk to the title. But if it's yeah, I think Kirk and AJ Green though are gonna get like yeah. eight to ten targets a game rest yep. of the season. So I don't know what he did this past Sunday. Um, AJ Green, yeah, but he only had eight points, um, but he had targets. eight targets. He yeah, just yeah, was yeah, in. A, yeah. He had eight targets, four catches, sixty-four. Yards. His so ceiling is gonna be targets, lower, but. I think. Yeah. Um, but he's a, he's he should be he should be a really good ad. I, I'm I, I like that a lot. No, he would be. A, he's he is a very good ad if he's available in your league. Outside of that, I'm not. <laughs> Um. Great. Yeah, I mean, if Emmanuel Sanders stays out, Gabriel Davis might end up being a good. Oh, Gabe Davis! Really, you like the Gabe really Davis? He's actually kind of yeah. emerged. He has. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, they didn't. I they must really like Emmanuel Sanders and mm-hmm. think he's still got a lot of game left in him. But the last couple of weeks, Sanders, even before he got injured, was kind of going in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. and Gabe Davis has been going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, and the last, but the last two weeks, especially he had eight targets and seven targets, mm-hmm. 23 fantasy points this week and a half PPR for Gabe Davis. Um, yeah. Yep. But he I, is playing New England this week. So it's like, is yeah, I'm, really not, I'm not excited about that. Right. I'm not excited about that. Um, oh my God. Deshaun Jackson blows. <laughs> He's not good anymore. He's nice had like three drops in this did. game. Did he drop that? Yes. Oh yeah, he did. Wow, that was a that was a bad drop too. Um. Anyway, so let's move to the tight end position. Um. Quickly, not really a lot doing at the tight end position, but I know, uh, me included, some of you Hawkinson managers got um blindsided, slapped in the face. 
with this reality that yeah. you're not going to have Hawk for the postseason. It honestly didn't even phase me. <laughs> now it's kind yeah, of bothering me. Because he's been me. so up and down. But he's been so up and down that I'm like, whatever. I, I'll, I'll join the tight end pool. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, fun at that. Um, I don't like Njoku. Um, I don't like Hooper. I really don't like any passing targets in, <laughs> in Cleveland right now. Literally nobody. Um, Brevin Jordan was an interesting guy that I looked at. And I'm not really excited about him, but the two guys that I was intrigued by were uh, Gerald Everett, uh, or three guys, I should say. Gerald Everett, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram now off that list for me in my mind because of the Mike Lennon slash Jake Fromm situation. Yeah. Um, but it's Gerald Everett and, and Tyler Conklin. Those two guys are the guys that you don't I want. Evan Ingram with his five points. No, nah, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'll pass. Come on, Chubb. Let's go, buddy. I need fantasy points. Don't. Let's go. Raiders defense and Browns defense. Dude, 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 dude. Um, but anyway, yeah, no. So I, I looking at all the time. Who would you choose between Everett and Conklin, though? Um, would you start this week because they still haven't played yet? So this week, yeah, I would choose Conklin. Okay, going forward, I'd probably go Everett. I picked up both, so hedged the bet. I th- I th- I think this without Thaleen though, I'd go Conklin. I know he didn't have a great week without Thaleen last week, but yeah. um, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay, any other tight ends you want to speak about? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. There we go. Weaver Wire, week 16. Literally, I can't... Uh, th- like, if we if we do week 18 content, which I don't know that we're going to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, but this next week might be our last Weaver Wire show. So uh, we'll see you Wednesday, yeah. guys. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.